Welcome back to another episode of the Velocity Cast. This week, we're talking about personal development, self development. And in particular, we are talking about the phases of self development. And so this came about because uh, not too long ago, I went on a journey of self development out of necessity because I was in a severe depression. I was battling a, a tough. Uh, transition in life, tough situation following retirement as an athlete or, or kind of forced retirement as an athlete, following some personal issues, relationship issues. And I realized that there were many categories in my life uh, in which I was lacking, particularly emotional intelligence or the ability to uh, properly manage my emotions in a constructive way. And I turned to some sources that I had heard of in the past or, or been a part of in the past. So I did primarily at the start, the unbeatable mind Academy through seal fit and Mark divine. I was very familiar with the program, uh, from following seal fit as my main fitness regimen for uh, a good period of time with my peers at, at Boston college. And this seemed kind of like a a good fit or a natural path to start with something that I was at least semi-familiar with and uh, or familiar with some of the facets of and then use this as a springboard for kind of the start of my development journey. And it ended up being, you know, probably a solid 18 months of consistent work where uh, I made a tremendous amount of progress. I incorporated a lot of new techniques and routines and I realized having gone through this process myself and, and really still going through it, I don't think it's a journey that ever ends. Uh, but having gone through this process as somebody who, you know, was coming from a, a position of acute need and not really ever having done anything of that sort in the past. Now I had been, you know, introduced to breath work and meditation and some things, but I, I can't sit here and honestly tell you that I had taken any of those things seriously prior to this targeted journey. And so what I came to realize is that personal development really comes with three primary phases of learning and implementing these techniques and strategies. So phase one is really about mapping or about understanding the language, the techniques, what you don't know, maybe looking at it in terms of things that you've done in the past that are similar. But phase one is really the the introduction. It's understanding that you need to travel down this path. And then it is being bombarded with all of these techniques and strategies from various sources. And it's when you start to filter and look at what is applicable to your situation. What do you think you need to work on? And a lot of this comes from self-reflection, kind of taking an honest assessment of where your strengths and challenges currently are. And this is a, an iterative process that changes over time. So as you start working on these things, you'll find that you know your strengths may change. The areas that you struggle with may change. And so phase one is just familiarity. It's about kind of diving in and just seeing what's going on. And so that phase for me really took almost a year 
uh, as I was introduced to several strategies kind of month by month. And, and the thing that I did appreciate about the Unbeatable Mind program was that every month had a condensed lesson followed by, you know, different activities or supplemental exercises around that lesson. So it was a good way to be introduced to different strategies and different frameworks of thinking, kind of one piece at a time. And through that process, even as I was being introduced to these concepts, you very quickly get a sense of what has the potential to work for you and what doesn't. And, and the thing about a lot of these strategies is that many self-development techniques or personal development techniques are similar and they may just be kind of different flavors of the same thing. And the reason for that is, you know, just like with coaching, uh, no two people are going to respond to coaching the exact same way. A cue may work for one person to help them, you know, move better or do something better. And that same cue or strategy may not work at all with somebody else. And so personal development techniques are, are the same way where you may find something, you know, maybe there's a, a journaling practice, for example, that resonates with you and kind of helps get you in the right frame of mind. But a different practice or journaling in a different way or a different prompt may not work for you. And you may, you know, find that it isn't as effective. So a huge part of the first phase is figuring out what you can kind of get rid of and what strategies you should keep around. And so I spent the better part of that first year really just trying a bunch of stuff. And if something felt like it was working or if it improved my mental state or if I felt like, you know, it led to some deeper reflection or there was some other value, then that was a strategy that I at least tried to continue incorporating for a long enough period of time to get data. And there were some things that just I was a struggle to incorporate right from the beginning or I didn't feel worked for me or I didn't resonate with. And I just got rid of those techniques or I didn't use those or incorporate them in my routine you know, and everybody's going to be different. So it's important to kind of be exposed to a lot of different techniques and strategies, and then you can filter things as you go through the process. So phase two is really about implementing the mechanics of the things that you have found work for you. So phase one, you've been exposed to a bunch of techniques, you know, maybe it's breath work, journaling, meditation, some type of, you know, mobility or yoga routine, you know, you're trying a lot of different things. And that's actually a prime example. So if we're talking about, you know, quote unquote meditation, there are several schools of thought there and several techniques that may all be helpful or applicable. So for example, I took a transcendental meditation course um, a, a decent amount of time after my initial foray into personal development. I actually took it kind of at the tail end of COVID lockdowns as a, a way to try something new at the time. But I found for me that that transcendental meditation is a practice that works really well because I had a hard time with some of the uh, visualization practices or the, um, you know, kind of calming the mind meditations, if you will. Um, I had a really hard time quieting my thoughts and my mind was still kind of running rampant. And so that version of meditation, which is a mantra based meditation where you don't really need to clear your mind, quote unquote, or sit in stillness or silence. Uh, I found really helpful for me and something else that I found provides a lot of positive benefit to me is some type of yoga or extended mobility work where 
I treat that as a meditative time as well. So point being, those two things work really well for me. Whereas I know several people who don't really get yoga or can't appreciate it or it's not meditative for them. It feels like work. And so that wouldn't be the best strategy for somebody, you know, uh, of that nature to calm their mind and, and focus. So, you know, point being, there are going to be several strategies. And for you, it's about figuring out out of those strategies, which one or ones work best. So phase two is really about once you have found your basket of things that work, once you've found the techniques that you can rely on consistently, you want to build a regular practice of incorporating them and figure out a routine that works for you. Now, this is really about finding a way to make this stuff fit into your life. And sometimes that requires you to kind of work your life around the new routines or change the way that you do certain things or certain behaviors. You know, let's say you're trying to uh, journal more consistently in the morning and at night, and you need to find time for that activity. Or, you know, I have reminders to do my meditation practice, uh, you know, once or twice a day. And so finding time to work that into my routine kind of falls under this second phase. It's okay. Now that this is a habit I want to develop and continue with, how do I fit this into my schedule or, or what do I need to change or shift around so that I create time for this thing? Now, during this phase, it's also important to understand that things should not take you all day to do. And the thing that I struggled with initially with, with personal development is it felt like there were 40 techniques that could be beneficial and there was no way that I could do all of them at the same time. And it's funny, I recently found some old journals from kind of the earlier stages of this journey. And the number of things I was writing down and journaling and documenting each day was absolutely crazy. And there's no way that it was sustainable long-term for me. So you have to figure out during phase two, once you've found strategies that work, you now need to combine them into a routine that is sustainable and you need to find a way to consistently incorporate that routine into your life. This phase may take a similar amount of time to phase one. I find that it's a little bit shorter because you're now already familiar with the techniques that work. You've put them into practice for some period of time because you've determined that they're helpful and beneficial. And now it's just about finding the combination of things or finding their and building the habit, if you will, finding the routine. And so this typically will take less time than that initial mapping phase. So the mechanics, as I call it, phase two, the mechanics phase where you're building out this system uh, will likely be shorter than phase one. And that brings us into the final phase, phase three, which is mastery. And the beautiful thing about mastery is uh, if you've ever read the book or you're familiar with the book titled Mastery by Robert Greene, the whole premise is that it's kind of this journey that never ends. And it documents several, you know, quote unquote, masters in different fields and domains and talks about their, their love of doing the work and their ability to just do the work consistently. And phase three is really just about that. It's once these things become habitual, once you find a routine that works for you, it's the consistent practice and journey of incorporating that into your life and working on these things, you know, on a regular basis. It's making this just something that you do 
and becoming the type of person who does these things consistently. And this also involves self-reflection, honest self-reflection, and regularly making adjustments or checking in and maybe swapping techniques out or, or realizing something that worked before isn't working for you now. And maybe you have to kind of adjust that routine or that combination. So, you know, while we are aiming for mastery or extended practice, what we also need to understand is phase three is where we'll make adjustments and where we'll continually tweak and adjust so that we find something that works for us. So again, as a review, phase one is the mapping phase. It's a, it's a phase of discovery. It's about learning what these techniques are. And I guess before we move on or in closing, you know, as a general description, when I'm talking about self-development or personal development techniques, I'm talking about things that are reflective in nature or habitual in nature, activities that are designed to improve your competence in either physical domain, right? Whether we're talking about health, wellness, fitness, uh, the intellect or intelligent domain, if we're talking about learning or education, uh, continued education, creativity. Uh, we also were, are discussing things that fall under the emotional category. So emotional intelligence, emotional IQ, being able to understand and uh, direct your emotions in a more positive way. And a lot of it just stems from awareness of situations in our life that affect our mood for good or for bad. So, you know, when I talk about personal development, it's things that fall under any of those categories, really. So holistic wellness and kind of things that improve your quality of life. Um, so journaling, meditation, exercise, diet, nutrition, supplementation, um, you know, reading, learning, reflection, any of those type of thing. So phase one, we're being introduced to these techniques and strategies. We're finding what works. Phase two is the mechanics phase. Now that you have established which techniques and strategies work, it's about putting them into consistent practice. It's about finding a habit or a routine that you can consistently do. It's about figuring out what versions of these techniques work well together and fit into your routine. And it's about partially redesigning your life so that you can implement these things and stick with them because consistency is the most important thing of all with any type of personal development. If it's something that you only do once or twice, it's likely not going to have a massive effect. But if it's something that you do consistently over time, then that can create change. Phase three is mastery. It is the road that never ends, but that's kind of the beautiful part of it, right? Is once you have a routine that works and you have implemented this routine, now it's about regular practice. It's about committing to being a better version of yourself by doing these activities. And most importantly, it's about self-reflection and adjustment and figuring out if the techniques and strategies that you were using last year are still applicable or if things have changed as your goals have changed, as your life has changed. And, you know, I've found for me that I have to adjust these things often, or maybe I encounter a technique or strategy that I had not done before. And when I'm introduced to that, I find a way to incorporate that in my life. So phase three is about kind of making those tweaks and adjustments and then continuing to put in the work, continuing to practice on this never-ending journey of self-development. So if you have not tried self-development as a whole or in general, if you have not tried things like breath work, meditation, if maybe you're incorporating a health and wellness routine into your life for the first time, understand that it's going to take time 
But if you can think of approaching it in those three distinct phases and kind of think of breaking it up in that way, sometimes it can be helpful to conceptualize and internalize these techniques. So until next time, have a wonderful weekend. Mm -hmm.